Hey, 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 hey. What are you doing? Singing. Oh, don't. Too early in the morning. I peaked when I phoned you earlier. Yeah. <laughs> I can't say anything. Why? I'm, I'm recording, so I don't want to make a comment on that. You were shagging, weren't you? No, I thought you peaked this morning. No, no, no. I'm, um, I live on my own, don't I? You well, know. It doesn't stop you peaking. <laughs> no. In the hot tub and uh, out in the garden, deadheading the roses. Ah, dear, dear, dear. I'm going to sneeze him. I think I've got... I've got, I've, I think I've got hay fever. Um, well, maybe not. I don't know. Have you ever taken a cutting? A what? A cutting. A cutting? What mm. sort of cutting? Off a plant or, or a bush. Um, yeah, I have. Why? Does it, does it work? Uh, if you do it the right way and you get some of that uh, rooting uh, compound... Mind you, if you're really interested in gardening and you want me to uh, to answer a few gardening questions, which I presume you do, which is why you're asking this sort of thing, mm. um, I would suggest that what you do is uh, you get some hydrangeas. Have you got any hydrangeas? Are those those uh, big uh, bushy ones? Yeah, big blousy flowers on them. Yeah, I've got some of them. And, and what you do is you cut some of the new stems off that mm. and you stick them into some fairly moist soil. Uh, in the ground, not in a pot, straight into the ground, and they'll root. Okay. Because I've spread loads of hydrangeas around by just doing that. I've got a gap in my hedge, you see, and I want to make sure the uh, the gap gets filled with the same hedge. What sort of hedge is it? Well, that's the thing. It's uh, is, it, is it something called a, a, a forsythe, something like that? For Forbia. Yeah, it could be. Yeah. Well, just go and buy another plant. Oh. But when you take in a cutting, it'll take years to get to the same size as your hedge unless you just planted your hedge. No, no, the hedge has been there before we moved in, but the um, the hedge seems to grow like a foot every year, so I was kind of hoping mm. that the new cutting might at least do that. No, it'll take a while to fill in the gap. So if I were you, I'd go and buy a fairly mature one, uh, and, uh, and if you're not really sure what it is, take a photograph, then take it to the uh, garden centre, and they'll give you some advice. Well, I did. I took a photograph and I sent it to this website, uh, like a hedging website and they have a, a doctor there that would match it up and he came back and said I think it's this sorry <clears throat> I lean back and I've got no um, no headphone leads oh dear well I have but I left my other pair of headphones in the car and I couldn't be bothered to go out and get them are you using your headphone leads as some sort of stabiliser yeah okay that's not a good thing well no you're damaged to headphones <laughs> no they'll be fine they'll be fine <clears throat> Yeah, they'll be fine. Uh, right, shall we start this thing? Because this uh, inane prattle that you do at the beginning of the program, uh, and I haven't listened for a while because, hey, I'm here when we're doing it. And if I find you're still fucking putting this out, you're in big fucking trouble. I only put this bit out when when you go early. <clears throat> well, I have lots to do, um, so <clears throat> I may well go early. Then this one may well go out. The fucking will will not. And everyone will have to listen to my gardening issues. No, they won't. No, they won't. And we've got so many things to talk about, uh, we better get straight on to it. I haven't really given you a running order this week. Well, I don't need a running order. Well, run away then. Uh, let me play the music. Yeah. I'll play the music first. Okay, fine. Yeah, that. Yeah, nice. Um, anyway, welcome to the James Well Radio Show podcast. This is not the one that goes out on talk radio. Let me make that very clear. Um, but, you know, it's similar. And if you want to be involved, you can always uh, send me an email at jameswellradio at gmail.com. And it's that simple, jameswellradio at gmail.com. By the way, don't forget, check out the website, jameswellradio.co.uk, and uh, you go into our shop. I mean, summer is almost here. The weather's not bad now after that torrential rain we had the other day. Well, where I am, we did, not thunder and lightning and everything else. Uh, you can get baseball caps, you can get Whaley T-shirts and polo shirts and mugs, and um, we are well uh, merched up. 
stocked. What? Stocked. We're well stocked as well. Yeah, with merch. With merch. Yeah, who's merch? That's what they call it now, merch, apparently. Merch. That's something being sick. No, no, merch. As in merchandise. Oh, it's shortened. Mm. I mean, anybody who'd want to wear a Donald Trump baseball cap would surely want to wear one of mine. Can't we just call it the M's? Buy some M's from our shop. M's? Yeah, it's it's, uh, even more hipper than merch. No, it's not. It is? I played a track uh, to a friend of mine's daughter in the car, a bit of music. I thought I'd try and sound a bit hip for her daughter. And do you know what the expression was? She said, that has made me want to eat my ears. Is that a good one or a bad expression? I think that's a bad expression, I would imagine. So what were you playing her? Oh, I can't remember now, but I thought it was fairly hip. It might just be that, you know, you can't at a certain age appeal to people of another. It's like with your kids, you can't really pretend to be equal, can you? No, but not everyone is a fan of the Beach Boys. I wasn't playing the Beach Boys. I couldn't stand the Beach Boys. Oh. No, no, it wasn't the Beach Boys. I can't remember what it was. Um, It was something very trendy. I think it was one of the bands I had on my show. But I think I think this girl was just trying to be, you know, whatever ever I would have played, it would have been, oh, that makes me want to eat my ears. That could be a good expression. Do you think so? Like when something's good, you say it's bad. Yeah, it's sick. Yeah. Oh, Bear used to say that in the Big Brother house all the time. Hey, man, that's sick. Yeah, so go to the shop and uh, check out the M's we have. Because they're sick, real sick, man. Yeah. That's it. I think that's old now, by the way. I don't think people say that anymore. No, they say dope now. What? Dope. I'm not a, I'm not a fan of dope. You know, well, I like the odd glass of wine. It's not that kind of dope. Hmm? Or rad. No, this is uh, not rad. I'm drinking cranberry juice out of the bottle. It's quite nice. Rad. I mean, that's just short for radiator, isn't it? Yeah, I would have thought so. Radical, I suppose. Oh, I see. Yeah, that makes more sense. Yeah, that's rad, man. That's really radical, man. Anyway, why did we pick this stuff up from uh, America? Presumably, that's where it comes from. Oh, all the the new trends come from America. Yeah, we ought to send trends back. So we we, we have Trump, and now we're going to have Boris. You know. Yeah. Well, do we have? Well, we're recording this just before we decide. Oh, we are. We is we, it going to be Boris? Yeah, of course it is. Hmm. You think? Yeah. I better start sucking up to him like everybody else. I thought he was one of your biggest fans. Well, I know Boris quite well. I mean, he, in fact, a couple of times before he uh, became as politically involved as he is now, he he filled in for me when I was uh, when I was away once on my radio show. He filled in on talk radio at your request. No, nothing to do with me. I don't choose who's uh, who's filling in for me. Well, I might make the odd suggestion, actually. Is that why I've never been offered a position when you've been away? Yeah. You're not good enough. Oh, well, just tell me then, you know. Yeah, so, you know, I'm not, I'm not one of these who... T- not, you see, not like the leadership race of the Conservative Party. Now, <clears throat> I'm stuck because I don't want to see a socialist government. Personally, I don't think that would be very good for any of us. In fact, thinking about it, it's giving me a grumbly throat. <clears> That's <throat> better. Um, I think, um, I, I, yeah, I, I, they're all, they're all going on about how we're going to get out on 31st of October. It's an impossibility. How are they going to negotiate between now and October a new deal to extricate ourselves from the European Union? Now, I, I have come to understand and agree we're, we're going to leave the European Union. The European Union now is not what it was. Uh, that's our fault, by the way, because having voted to leave the European Union and then made such a cock-up, or, or a f**k-up, if you prefer, of doing it, we are now having to pay the price. So all this bollocks that politicians talk, well, we're going to save 39 million quid. No, we're not. We've nearly spent most of that. And if we crash out without a deal, as some of them are saying, oh, well, leave without a deal, it'll be sort of be fine. Well, it won't. And it won't be fine for 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 a couple of very good reasons. First of all, it is all to do with the bureaucracy surrounding being involved in a liaison of the sort we are. 
to undo the bureaucracy and reorganise it is going to be a huge mess if we haven't done a deal. And answer yourself this question. We leave without a deal. What the following day happens to the border in Northern Ireland? Because never in the history of the world has a country that doesn't have a, some kind of treaty, if you like, with another country, allowed its borders just to remain open. So what happens there? Did you want an answer? No, you can't give me one. I'll tell you what happens there. Uh, police forces from both sides of the border rush to the border on the day we've left without a deal to make sure there's nothing going through. How, how do you know what's going through? All those people who've been able to get through without having to stop and everything else, they're all going to... And, and as soon as you leave without a deal, then all the tariffs kick in and all the... You know, it'll just be a f***ing nightmare. But not one of these pillocks is actually telling the truth. Now, I, I understand just slightly more people want to leave the European Union than stay, and in a democracy, we must actually act on that, although I think it is a real mistake, and I'm beginning to believe, and unfortunately, Jeremy Corbyn has jumped on this. Um, I actually think that the people, once we know what the deal is, no deal, or this is the deal, or we don't do the deal, do you want to stay or do you want to leave? That is the question we should be asked because it is our country, not the country of a bunch of middle-aged, rather boring men in suits. It is not for them to tell us what they're going to do with the country. So that is a problem that they have. And if Boris Johnson is the new prime minister, he's a nice bloke, don't get me wrong. Uh, but uh, he can't actually do the deal unless they all capitulate in the European Union, which why would they? Why, If you were they, why would you? Because you would just make it look, well, that's a good idea, we'll leave as well to loads of other countries who perhaps don't see the benefits of being in this union of nations. So what I'm hoping is we do some sort of uh, leaving deal, we get out, then we organise a new relationship with Europe. Maybe not all the countries in Europe, but the main European nations we do another free trade deal with. That's what I think will be the best way forward. Well, anybody got any questions? Get in touch. You know the uh, email, jameswellradio at gmail.com. I've got a thought that what might yeah. happen on the day after. I have a funny feeling that they're going to leave the border open and allow the uh, illegal trade that will happen to continue because it won't be enough to worry about because all the legitimate people will just carry on doing it as they should be and I think they'll move the border to somewhere like Hollyhead where there won't be any trouble with the checking going on Northern Ireland won't allow that well I think that's what's going to happen because that will make them look like they were just part of the island of Ireland and although talking talking to sources in uh, Northern Ireland um, there's a journalist there's written a number of books about the unification of Ireland and reckons that Ireland will probably come together and maybe leave the European Union within the next few years. That could solve a lot of problems, to be fair. It would solve a lot of problems. Uh, there'll be some hard-line people who will be most annoyed with it, but there we are. As a democracy, we must go with the majority, mustn't we? Even if it's only a few more than the minority. Depends on the quantity. Does it? I always think it depends on the quality, not the quantity. Mm. Uh, so I think, you know, with this is a huge, huge cock-up. But then I, I'm not really enthralled with any of the candidates. I mean, having seen the two debates that they have attempted, um, they're going to have some more, I know. Uh, mind you, you might be listening to this when it's all done and dusted. It's always quite entertaining listening to these podcasts, isn't it? Uh, a year or so after we've done them. We're usually right, though. There are 290 hours of me talking drivel. It's not all drivel. And there's one uh, with me interviewing Nigel Farage on it. Indeed, there's some of me just on my own. Yeah, because, you know, I gave you a chance and you f***ed it. <laughs> I wouldn't quite use those words. Right, OK. Um, but I, I just, you know, I think the referendum was handled appallingly. I think David Cameron is an idiot, and uh, he is responsible for f***ing up our country. Totally and utterly f***ing it up. Uh, because some people just want to leave. 
you know, the thickos will just because they don't know what they're talking about. There are people in this country who are living in areas that haven't really been affected by immigration particularly, and they go on and on about immigration, how it's bad for the country. Well, intelligent people on both sides will tell you that immigration into this country is a good thing. And this whole myth that there were people coming here and lounging around on social security when they hadn't contributed was nothing more than a myth. It's a way that we sometimes put on a front page of the newspaper, uh, a family that's on the dole with about 50 kids and a couple of fat parents and their kids there and saying they're claiming thousands of pounds a week on the dole. And there might be one or two people like that, but there are hard, it's, not a, it's not a natural way to live and it's not the normality, and it's not really costing us. i tell you what's costing us. This f***ing cock-up of the referendum, then leading to the three years of stupidity, this has cost us dear. And everybody said, oh, well, we're not, we're, we're, the economy's doing well. The economy's doing well because the pound has plummeted and lots of people have been coming here because it's cheap for other countries to come here and to sell goods here, uh, for us to sell goods out. As soon as it all is done and dusted, that will not be the case. And huge companies that have had a really good relationship uh, with other countries who've been able to move things easily across borders and won't be able to will be laying people off in their thousands. And no, this isn't Project Fear. You ask any businessman, this is the way it's going to go. Temporarily. Temporarily, you lose your job for a year or so. Maybe. You're f***ed, aren't you? Basically f***ed because people haven't thought it through. We want to go on our own. We want to build our borders up and control. What the f*** does that mean in a world you can get round in a day? And now just to take everybody's mind off it, America's trying to go to war with Iran. That'll be great, won't it? It's just the stupidity of mankind. We don't f***ing learn anything. And if you look through history, everything goes in cycles. And so people are beginning to talk themselves into, it's time for another war, really. I mean, when was the first Iraq war? It's time for another one. And it's always, always centred on the Middle East. If there was a god, you see, uh, that wouldn't be happening. Well, maybe, maybe, that's, maybe there is a god, and that's why it is happening. But how does God have a son anyway? Well, he could just make one, can't he? Out of nothing. Oh, there is no god. Don't give me that shit. I say he could be a, a lady god. No, I couldn't. If you talk to the Muslims and the Christians, they'll tell you it's not. Have you done your ejaculation today? Uh, naturally, yes. What? Well, every time you pee in the morning, you you lose a bit, don't you? What are you talking about? Well, you have, it sort of goes naturally in the morning, doesn't it, when you have a bit of a pee? I said, have you done your e ejaculation? I'm not talking about peeing. Have you done your ejaculatory? Um, no, I haven't manually done myself this morning, no. Or had someone else do it for me. Are you trying to be... You, none of this can go out. You're being disgusting. <laughs> I'm not sure what you're trying to ask me. Um, are you asking do me... Do you not know what an ejaculation is? I, I do, yes. What is it? Well, it's when you expel something from your body. No, no, no. Google ejaculation and okay. tell me what it says. Okay, one second. <clears throat> ejaculation. T-I-O-N. Yeah. Ejaculation. Premature ejaculation or retrograde ejaculation? Put ejaculation, then put... Um, what is it? Hang on. No, hang on, hang on. Put, I'll tell you what, do it this way. Put Catholic ejaculation. Ejaculatory prayer. There we are. I haven't done that this morning. So I was talking to another friend of mine the other day who was telling me that when she went to um, a Catholic school in the morning... It gave the girl some some moment of humour when the priest would get up and uh, in front of the congregation said, "Now, girls, are you ready for our ejaculation?" When you've finished, you have to say, "Praise the Lord, Hallelujah, and Amen." I usually go, "Fuck, fuck, 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 fuck." A lot of people say, "Oh God, oh God, oh God, I'm coming." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
Oh, dear. You couldn't make this up, could you, really? You could not make this up. Religion. Can anybody tell me why? I mean, why? Why would you believe? Can I've no, I had the Jehovah's Witnesses round again the other day. And I'm not sure why, but ever since Melinda died, I seem to be getting calls from them. Do they think that, you know, that fucking annoys me, let me tell you. And we're all going to die, okay? You just have to get used to it in your head. We're going to have a life. Make sure your life is as good as it can be. And, and you actually try not to upset too many people. Sometimes that's difficult and just get on with it. But I can't. I mean, I can't have this conversation with my brother who's religious because... I don't want to fall out with him, but can anybody actually tell me what it is? What, what, why, why do you believe in this sort of cloud cuckoo land and this sort of fictitious... Ca- why? Why do they do it? Why? Look at the fucking Muslims who treat women appallingly, all right? And then they decide they... I don't wish to be as rude, obviously, as Boris, but they go around covering their faces up. Why? What are you hiding from? I mean, it just pisses me off. And then you get the bishops with their robes, which cost thousands of pounds. And you get the Catholics with the amount of billions of pounds tied up in the Vatican. And they go on about, oh, suffer the little children and the poor people, all that bollocks. And they talk in such ridiculous ways. They spend their time creeping around on their stomachs and apologizing for everything. And then they can justify killing and they're they're involved in armies and wars. Religion. We would all be better off without it. Now, do your ejaculations. <laughs> I'm just I'm on Wikipedia, and apparently there's a Roman Catholic prayer called Come Holy Spirit. <laughs> <clears throat> We're going to be struck down. Well, you know, the way, the way religion tries to keep everybody under the thumb, we are. It's not a very long prayer, to be fair. It's only a few lines long. It doesn't last very long. No. No, their ejaculatories don't. I thought it was amusing anyway. No, there's nothing funny in this at all. <clears throat> no, no. Um, so anyway, where were we? Oh yeah, uh, back to um, back to uh, the back to the Conservative Party leadership. So it's more or less a foregone conclusion that Boris will be our next Prime Minister, and I think he will rise to the job. But the problem is, I don't think this whole situation with Europe is going to be sorted out very well for any of us, and that is David Cameron's fault because nobody thought it through. I would suggest to Boris that he gets hold of my friend, who we don't agree, you know, politically about a lot of... Well, we do agree politically about a lot of stuff, and probably not about Europe, but Nigel Farage, an ex-businessman, he can see benefits to being away from the European Union, although the way the rest of the world is going, I'm not sure. I think if we'd done it about 10 years ago, it might have been better than now. But I think Nigel Farage should be involved in the negotiating team with the European Union. I think so, yeah. And I think that will work out something better along the I think Nigel knows more about it. Nigel is involved there. Nigel will be taken seriously. Um, and I mean, Nigel's brought the European Union to this situation it's in now. So keep him involved. Keep him in the loop. Keep him even if he's just an advisor to Boris. I'm sure uh, Farage and um, Johnson are friends. Well, I hope so. I hope so. Uh, the other thing, by the way, uh, the Americans are going to war with the Iran. Uh, the Iranians have shot down one of their um, unmanned planes, one of the drones, which looks, by the way, very menacing, those drones. They're not like the sort of drones you buy in a shop, are they? Like a flying suppository. Yeah, I thought one looked like a dolphin, a flying dolphin, the one I saw. And that big bulbous head, you know how dolphins have at the front. Yeah, yeah. 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 Anyway, they shot one down, and I was uh, talking the other day to uh, Richard Radcliffe. Now, Richard is the husband of Nazanin Zaghari Radcliffe, who's been detained in Iran uh, because they're pretending she's a spy, which obviously she isn't. And they've had his wife there for three years now. She's not very well. This is a disgusting situation. Um, So he's now gone on hunger strike, and he's sitting outside the Iranian embassy. Apparently, some of the people in the embassy been out be quite nasty to them. They can go f- themselves as well. So, I think we should really start imposing all kinds of sanctions on Iran. I feel sorry for the people of Iran. I know a lot of Iranians. I used to work for that TV company. Do you remember Press TV? Yeah. Until until the Iranians really got mad, and I went into my dressing room at Press TV one day and tripped over some bloke who was kneeling on the floor doing his praying. 
I said, what are you doing? And he said, oh, I'm sorry, it's the only quiet place I could find. No, it's not. Now, what makes a grown man who looks quite normal have to sort of do that every... I mean, does he really believe there is somebody there listening? There isn't. Well, I suppose you could call it a sort of meditation, maybe. Well, maybe maybe I've got it wrong. Maybe I've got religion wrong. But, you know, I just see people who deserve better dying from some horrible diseases and people who deserve better having bad lives and people who are complete cunts uh, having the life of Riley. So I don't believe there is a God. I used to hedge my bets, but I'm becoming more and more atheistic. As I used to be an agnostic and think, well, it could be something. I still think there might be some kind of, you know, uh, other level existence, scientifically speaking. Well, you don't, you don't want that because obviously, you know, when, when you pop your clogs a few years later, I might do myself and then we'll join together. What? You know, we, we might join together spiritually. Well, what would another... I mean, all these new... What do they call the new sciences? The... Um, Scientology. No, you know, the thing that the, the, they think there may be other... Not a 3D world, but it might be a 50... Not a 3D, 15... Whatever. Do you know what I'm talking about? I have no idea what I'm talking about. I have no idea what you're talking about either. Well, Professor What's-His-Name, who's always... Who was the pop musician who's everybody's darling on the television? Brian Cox. Yeah, yeah he used to play in a band, didn't he? Uh, yes, I believe so, yes. Yeah. So, I mean, he, what is the, the, he's a physicist or a, uh, some sort of physicist? I, I would say physics rather than chemistry and biology, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, and he's, he, you know, lots of physicists say, well, we are exploring different ways of, of, you know, molecular systems of this and that, and there may well be a different, a different level of existence even on this planet that we are not able to see or hear or be in touch with. I'm just Googling him now about his uh, bombshell on afterlife. All oh, right, okay. Well, I mean, then I, I was talking to somebody the other day from the Aetherius Society who believe that other planets in our solar system are inhabited, but they are inhabited on a different level so that we couldn't see them. Am I making any sense at all? No, I'm, I'm just uh, asking Mr. Cox for uh, <coughs> sort of uh, some yeah. sort of guidance. Oh, oh, that's good. You've got a a, a a line open to Mr. Cox? I have, yes. <clears throat> that's very impressive. Very impressive. I did a lot of deadheading. Oh, I told you that, didn't I? I was talking about it before. No, I won't go into that on the air. Uh, yeah, so there we are. Um, if we do go to war with uh, Iran, or if America do, uh, what is going to happen to our citizens like uh, Nazanin, who are locked up over there? No wonder Richard Ratcliffe is on hunger strike outside... Uh, the Iranian embassy. A lot of people might join him. Why don't we just send them packing back? Yeah, we could uh, compulsory purchase the embassy. We wouldn't have to purchase it at all. We'd just take it off them. That'd be an act of war. Well, that's the way... Well, they've taken one of our citizens and locked her up un under trumped-up charges. Mm. If that isn't an act of war, I don't know what is. I'm not sure how that would work. I want to move on. Okay. Oh, do you want to do tech talk? I could do a little bit of tech talk if you want to have a break. <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> I seem to be talking all the time, as usual. Well, I'm trying to chip in. Mm. But, you know, I don't know what to say when I chip in. Just I think I'm going to paint my nails while you're doing that. Just, <clears throat> make, <clears throat> just make stuff up. <clears throat> no, don't make it up. I mean, if you make it up, we could be in trouble. Okay. Uh, the online pornography checks for under-18s are going to be delayed again. I thought you said it was an impossibility to do it anyway. Uh, it's an impossibility to stop under-18s watching porn, yes. Mm. Right. It's an impossibility to stop you, so, you know. Just join the Catholics by the sound of things. And you don't think Catholics watch porn? Get it out of your system every morning with your prayer. Your ejaculatory prayer. Perhaps that's where the term goes. How come it's the same... Same what? Wording? Word. Mm. <clears throat> How come? Um, yeah, I suppose you could, they could have called it an evictory prayer, couldn't they? Well, what is the... Is it the word ejaculation just means getting it out? Yeah, getting it out, yeah. Yeah. Which some Catholic priests have been in trouble for. I believe so, yes. It's uh, quite a common yeah. practice in the uh, Catholic faith. They get it out. Seems to be, doesn't it? Yeah. They get it out, yeah. Get out of your system, yeah. Yeah, but it isn't normal for, uh, for for people to live without sex. 
Well, no, you can't live without sex because if you did, there'd be no humans on the planet. Yeah. And, I mean, we are the only beings that actually enjoy it, aren't we? Or not? Well, no, I've seen dogs at it. They seem to enjoy it. So I, I think that's rubbish. No, I've, I've seen quite a lot of uh, animals enjoying themselves. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, you're right. Yeah. I just painted my nails. What colour? No, um, I've, I've painted them um, clear because they were looking, I'd, I'd split one. Oh, it's like a harden up the um, the nail. Yeah, yeah. Too um. much gardening. But I do like it. You know, I always have my nails done when I have my TV show every week. Was it because you had some sort of uh, assistant doing it for you? Yeah, yeah, but I thought they looked nice. And I, I have a couple of times had the little one painted black. I had a pedicure on my uh, honeymoon. What's your honeymoon? Is that... That's the sort of the, the period after you get married. Oh, I thought you were being smutty and just using some sort of colloquialism for a part of your body, right? No, it was just on, on my tips. <clears throat> on your tits? Tips. What? On the tips. Of what? My fingers. All oh, right, okay. Hey, well, can we get on with the tech talk? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, BT, can you sort my phone out, please? It's really weird. It rings three times, mm. then stops ringing, even though it's somebody's still ringing you. And then when they hang up minutes later, because I haven't answered, because I haven't heard the rings, it then starts mm. ringing again when they've hung up. I can't work it out. Yeah, and I keep getting a call from somebody in Italy. It's not me. No, I know. And uh, they go, I'm prattling on in Italian, and uh, I, I just say, ciao, and put the phone down. But they can't, I mean, so I don't know if my phone has been hacked or somebody I know's had their phone hacked, and I don't know. It's most likely your number's very similar to somebody else's number. Do you think that's what it is? Yeah. I, I used to, at home, I used to get loads of calls for a taxi company because my number's really good at home. It's one of them really good numbers. Mm. Should really get rid of it, really. You should really get rid of it. Sell it to somebody. That's Sell true. it to a taxi firm. <laughs> All right, okay. <clears throat> uh, Facebook. Um, oh, sorry. No, I've just wondered where my dogs were. I can't see them. Come on. Anyway. Uh, Facebook Libra is the uh, n new project by Facebook. It's a currency project, so you can pay via uh, Facebook Messenger and Facebook WhatsApp. Can I, Why would you... Listen, you can pay on your card, your debit card. Why do you need all these other ways of paying? I don't know. I mean, these companies come along because they make it cheaper for the consumer, don't they? How? saying it costs you nothing to transfer funds from one person to another, probably. I don't do that, do you? No, but imagine you're walking down the street and uh, I say to you, oh, James, you, you still owe me that tenner. You whip out your phone and you just Facebook message me £10 and bang, it's in my account. No need for cash anymore. It's it's the way forward, mm. isn't it? Well, no, I wouldn't. If you rang me and said, you still owe me a tenner, I'd say, I'd waffle on and say, oh, God, oh, sorry about that, mate. Look, um, yeah, I'll get home, I'll sort it out. And then I'll wait to the next time when you say, oh, you still owe me that tenner. Oh, didn't I? I thought I paid it. Oh, I'm so sorry. L leave it to me, I'll sort it out. I bet I could keep you going for a couple of years. I would just let you have the tenner. If you were that hard See, up, I'd let you have the tenner. that's how it works. That's how it works, mate. So there's no need for these apps. Uh, Congress want them to... Uh delay the launch launch of what facebook libra people can't live without facebook now it's like um it needs to be taken under control of the government of the country it's in doesn't it social media should be a government-run thing yes hmm. I, I can't believe i just said that no that should never be the case well it, it's the only way of of having any rules and regulations if it's it's still run and it's the way we get our news the way we communicate everything um, yeah, obviously some governments would take it, well, maybe, we, I don't know, it, it's it's like walking down the street. Some people never go out, they spend their lives on their Facebook. Social media, something like Facebook and Twitter, the users should be able to vote who the CEO or the chairman is. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, maybe, maybe uh, signing up to one of those makes you automatically um, a member or something. A you, shareholder. You have voting yeah. rights or yeah. a shareholder. Yeah. Yeah. A company called uh, Vivo has announced its super fast, fast charging 120 watt technology where they can charge a full phone in 13 <laughs> minutes. All right. And finally, in my amazing tech talk news this week, uh, the car maker Tesla, who we don't like really. No, not after he made those ridiculous statements of the people who were trying to rescue those kids in um, 
was it Thailand? Mm. Apparently now you can play arcade games inside the car using the steering wheel. Oh, that'd be really serious, wouldn't it? Stupid. I've always said, every time I see a Tesla and somebody driving it, the smugness on their f***ing faces annoys me. It is a smug-inducing vehicle. Yeah, it is. It's so, a sieve. Um, smug-inducing vehicle, sieve. Yeah, you're right. That's a new word. We can we can uh, put that yeah. out on the street. Yeah, yeah, man. It's like it's a sieve, man. Sieve. <laughs> yeah. Uh, right. Anything else? Um, no, not really. I haven't Good. seen the film for uh, a long while. I'm going to talk about uh, this. There is a shortage of magistrates. Good. Yeah, that's what I thought. Good. Because, I, I mean, I have, you know, late payment of VAT once many, many years ago. A couple of other sort of minor things found myself in front of magistrates, as I'm sure a lot of people have. And it never amazes me how thick and stupid they are. They're like your grumpy next-door neighbour that's got a job. Yeah. And these are all volunteers. I didn't realise this. They have the power to put you in prison, but only for up to six months. They let most people off who are nasty, horrible people, and then they seem to prosecute those people who have made um, a, an honest mistake. And then most of the time, they ask their advisors, who are usually little men in long black robes, what they should do. I think we should get rid of magistrates and we should have paid people to administer justice, not just a bunch of people who think they're better than everyone else. And the reason we're getting less of them, because a lot of companies now won't give them the time off to, to be a magistrate. They used to be kudos to being one, of course, didn't they? A lot of people who never really amounted to much, like local councillors, um, decided they wanted to be magistrates, and it gave them a little bit of power that they never had anywhere else. Or am I being a little cynical? Maybe, I, maybe I'm, I'm being cynical. Anybody who's listening who's a magistrate, uh, email me. Tell me, uh, jameswellradio at gmail.com. Don't slam the, the radio or wherever you're listening. Just tell me I'm wrong and tell me how I'm wrong. Can't we give the job to the local Freemasons? I was thinking of becoming a Freemason. Have you had the invite? Well, um, I have had a few invites to be a Freemason, actually. But any club that wants you is not a club I want to be a member of. You won't be able to get in. Why? You have to believe in a higher power. Well, I do. Theresa May doesn't count. No, Margaret Thatcher does, though. You're in. Yeah, I, I know, I know. I've been, I've been wooed a few times by uh, Masonic Lodges. Oh, hang on, on my screens. Uh, breaking, yeah, this is how advanced yeah. I was. Breaking just announced a UK porn block. Law delayed up to six months. There we go. Yeah, but it's an impossibility to do it anyway. With all these free porn channels, even some bloke on on Twitter, um, well, you know, because he sends stuff to you. I mean, it, it, it's quite a funny site, but, I mean, how do you stop that? That's excluded. Is it? Yes. Why? Social media is actually excluded from the new porn law, and so is any website that has less than 10% <laughs> porn on it. <laughs> So really? if, you, if you are a porn company, what I suggest you do is if you've got 4 million videos on your website, get something like, I don't know, 75 million, if my maths is right, um, pictures of flowers, and you'll be covered. Really? Yeah. What, is that? what a waste. Here's another waste of money, because this must have, been, they have, must have people employed to be doing this. Uh, yeah, I, I thought they were going to hand it over to the... Um, BBFC, they're the people that do the um, film verification. Mm -hmm. um, it's voluntary anyway. If you don't do it, um, they just block, you know, your ISP will just block your website from being shown in the country. But all you need to do is install what's called a virtual private network, which spoofs the which country you're actually looking at your mm -hmm. website from, and you can get access to anything anywhere in the world. So it's completely pointless. And the people that know about all this technology are kids. <laughs> yeah. Because they use it to watch things like the American version of Netflix because they've mm. got better choice of films and, and whatever. Uh, so they install a, a VPN, virtual private network, and say, I'm in the America, and boom, they've done it. P same way that you can install one if you're in France and you want to watch the BBC. You install one of them and you say, I'm in the UK, let me see BBC iPlayer. Everyone knows about it. Do you need a, a licence to do it that way? No, because they can't prosecute you in France, can they? And that's what the stupid thing about it is. You can go to jail in the UK, but you can't if you're in France watching the BBC. 
Well, after the BBC's handling with Emily, whatever her name is, of that that um, leaders debate, uh, and the bloke who uh, who was uh, pr- producing or directing, can't remember which now, was the guy who was in trouble for the coverage of uh, the helicopters looking into Cliff Richard's um, flat, if you remember. He's still got a top job at the BBC. Do you know that you can't get sacked at the BBC? Well, that's one strike, isn't it? You got you got three, and then uh, you know, then you got the written warning, and then. Then you're out. Well, I reckon that leaders thing with Emily, uh, what's it, was just the most appalling piece of TV. I thought the one on Channel 4 was pretty awful. I, could, I didn't think it could get any worse. And then I saw, what a fuck up the BBC made. How embarrassing, BBC. You should be ashamed of yourselves. Can I ask a stupid Robbo question? Mm. Why, when we can't <clears> vote <throat> on it as a member of public, do we need to watch these debates? We don't. And uh, it is really the media... Uh, who are driving that forward. I mean, I've been talking about it every night on my talk radio show. Uh, and I'm not 100% sure that it's really of any interest to anybody other than those people who get to vote, and they are a small number of the population. But the media think a lot of people... Do. I, I Actually, to be fair, I actually think people should take an interest. Yeah. No, I do. I think people should take an interest and should be worried about how our country is going... And they should be worried about the quality of politicians on all sides of the House. We have a very weak opposition and a very weak government, filled by weak people. And every time I say this to a politician, they agree with me. They don't, of course, think it applies to them. Of course not, no. Which is human nature. It is, yeah. Anyway, what's this, um, you you put on this um, bit you sent me, a Tesla Arcade. Is this some sort of game? What's this? Tesla Arcade. I've already done that. in Tesla? Yeah. Tesla Arcade. Oh, you've done that, have you? Oh, of course, yeah. But then it's got reviews underneath. That's not... Oh, I see. That's part of your tech talk. I've uh, I've not got it up on the screen properly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's fine. You, you, You get it up properly and then you can go. Yeah. Reviews. Oh, you put some more reviews up. Just reviews off where? Facebook or? This is reviews off iTunes, oh. the new feature of the show. Oh, right, okay. Uh, but don't put as many as you put last time on. Yeah, there's only four this week. Okay. Uh, Barney the Collie. I don't know, do we appeal to collies? I suppose we do. Uh, apparently, I'm the best radio presenter ever. That's very nice, Barney. Uh, I've always been big with the dogs, you know. Uh, I listen to him every night, plus the podcast, highly recommended, five stars. Oh, Barney, that's really nice. I would like to send him a couple of those chicken chews. Mm, could be vegetarian dog. You've got to be very, very careful. Well, let me know, Barney, and I will send some. Uh, Adrian Gold said he's been a fan of James's for years, but these podcasts are great. Keep them coming. Subscribed, five star. Even with the appalling f***ing language... There is quite a lot of it. Yeah. Bob the Bad too. Is that you writing a review about yourself? Uh, it potentially could be. Yeah. Uh, this has to be one, and this I can't believe, this is you. This must be you. This has to be one of the best and most polished podcasts on iTunes. Great guests, hosts, and producer. That is you. They must be We me. haven't had guests for ages. That's an old review, yeah. I had to trawl through the reviews to get the best ones. Oh, right. Okay. Uh, Craig FG said, shocked and amazed, Whaley is back, downloading all episodes. 290 hours. How long could you listen without stopping? Well, 290 hours, I would imagine. I mean, people... Yeah, but how much is that? 24 hours in a day, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, So that is... uh, So, uh, how many in a week? 20, 40, 60, 80, 100... Um, 140. So about two, 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 maybe, maybe, maybe three weeks you could listen uh, without a break. 12 days and a little bit. You've got a fucking calculator, you twat. Polished. How do they work that out? Because I do a really good job. I've listened to your editing. You could drive a bus through it. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? Yeah. Well, never mind. Look, I've got to go. I've, I've got to take my car to the what's it. You take your car to the mechanic? I've got to have this ad blue put into it. Well, can't you do that? You said get that at the petrol station now. Yeah, but I go to the car, the garage where I bought it. They put it in for free. Oh, OK. Well, it's not who you know, it's what you know. Yeah, exactly. I 
I think it's on my way to work, but I've got to go and do it. I think it's the other way around. It's, what? It's, it's not what you know, it's who you know. Is it? Yeah. Who you know where? In the garage. Well, yeah. You buy cars off people. They'll do anything to entice you. And I mean anything. They stuck Miss Wales in my car before I bought it. They stuck what? Miss Wales in my car before I bought it. Really? Mm. I thought that was old-fashioned. They don't do that anymore. Well, we are going back about 25 years. Oh, right. Okay. Anyway, come on, get on with it. Uh, Rob James. Robbie. Is it true that kangaroo beer is made with very big hops? Ah, I'm glad you asked that question. Very important, uh, Rob. Yes, it is. Uh, Lisa Francesca, Francesca Nand. Nand. Now, Lisa Francesca Nand, who used to appear regularly on my show on talk radio. How are you? Ah, uh, that would explain the question then. When shall we make this date for the Big Travel Podcast? Shall I come and see you one day before the show? I would love it, Lisa, if you would come and see me one day before the show. In fact, I will get Rob to send you a little email to that effect back with my own personal phone number on it. Can't you, Rob? I, I could do, yes. Good. She might be... Because you are my PA. She might be in uh, Italy at the moment, hence the um, the phone calls you're getting from Italy. No, I don't think it's her. Anyway, come on. Uh, Martin Watson. Martin Watson, yeah. Okay, uh, what's up with Ian Lee at the moment? I've listened to you and Ash for the first, then Ian for at 10. I can't read that 100%. For a long time now, I don't think I can listen to him much more. He's getting a pain in the arse. He, you know, he's up one day, down the next. You never know. He's growing a moustache. I think it's weighing heavily on his top lip. <laughs> what? How can a moustache weigh heavily on your top lip? Well, grow one, you'll find out. I have got one. No, that's just a bit of... I don't know what you'd call that. It's not a moustache. Okay. Uh, Linda. Uh, when... Actually, Linda who? Linda Forey. I knew you couldn't read it. Go on. Is it Forey? Forey will do. Okay. Uh, when will the government back off on their nanny state rules and let parents bring up their children the way we were? Um, well, Linda, unfortunately, uh, there are a lot of very thick parents. I don't think you can do that. You have to have some control. Parents think that they are bringing their kids up in their own image. I mean, some people's image. Some, I mean, I'm sorry, but, ah, dear. Some people should be dissuaded from having children, surely. I mean, some people can't even look after a goldfish. Yeah, we could put something in the water, couldn't we? I think we should. I think, you know, it goes back to what I said years and years ago, and everybody, it was a joke, but I'm beginning to think there should be. You should have a uh, ministry for procreation so that if you want to have a child, you have to apply. And oh. They said that's slightly fascist. I don't see why. I, I see that's just a way of making sure we don't sort of, you know, uh, overpopulate the planet and make sure that somebody who wants to have children is actually adequately able to bring them up and not going to be a financial burden on the state, surely. Got any queries about that? Radio at gmail.com. Let me know. Uh, Matthew Feeney. Why do some people support Boris Johnson? Because he has charisma and uh, he, he manages to cut through a lot of the bullshit. Whether he be a good prime minister or not, that's a different matter. Uh, Susie Mills. Hi, James. How are you? Well, it's a question anyway. I'm very well, Susie. And how are you? She can't reply. Well, she can. Jameswellradio at gmail.com. Please reply and I'll read it out next week. Uh, finally, this is the last one now. <laughs> uh, Mark Gibbs. Hi, Mark. How many people go to prison each year because they haven't paid their television tax? Um, I've no idea. You can't say that. You have to have an answer. Oh, well, that was the answer. Um, I, I would have thought... I, I thought it was probably... I hope it's not that many. Because they were going to make it an unprisonable offence. But I believe some people just say, well, I'm not paying the fine, so what are you going to do? Get free telly in prison, though. Yeah, and you don't have to pay a, a, a fee, do you? I bet you do. I bet they give you the fee after when you get out. Really? Well, I bet when you get out, the TV licensing company write to you and say, you've been watching TV whilst in prison without a licence. 
please pay for your license or go back no, to jail. No, they wouldn't do that, would they? I don't know. It seems stupid enough for them to uh, to do it, I suppose. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Maybe they don't give you a telly if you haven't got a TV license. No, I suppose it's that, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, I'm bored now. So uh, I've got to go because I've got to go and do things and my dogs uh, want my attention. So uh, au revoir. Au revoir? Oh, yeah, just so I thought I'd throw in a bit of internationalism into the programme today. You didn't go very far, though, did you? No. Uh, tell your friends, uh, if you're bored, this lighten up about an hour or so, won't you? Right, well, I'm going to go now, and I'm going to go and make sure those websites haven't got any porn blocks on them. <laughs> right, I'm going now. Was that part of your ejaculatory prayer? Yeah, I was thinking it. Right, see you all next time. And uh, f*** off now, will you? You're pissing me off. James Well Radio Show. For more information, visit www.jameswellradio.co.uk. Why not check us out on facebook.com slash jameswellradioshow or follow James on Twitter at the James Whale. James Whale, the voice of reason.